Welcome to Bullshit Free Witchcraft. I am your host, Tradorn, and this is your audio guide to the world of witchcraft and uh, everything about it, minus the regular bullshit that usually gets tacked onto this stuff. And uh, this is, we're going into our sixth episode. This is exciting. We've, we've officially made it to yet another month. Isn't that, that's great. I think it's great. Anyways, we've talked about the history of parts of witchcraft. We've talked about building your own path and foundation and finding yourself. But honestly, a lot of people's first exposure to witchcraft is through pop culture. But uh, 2018, which is you know coming to an end pretty quickly here, unless you're listening to this in 2019 or later, in which then 2018 is a thing that totally happened and it took forever and we're all really glad it's done. But Anyways, within 2018, we saw the premiere of two television series, uh, the reboot of Charmed and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina adaptation of the uh, Archie comic of the same title, which was, of course, a comics reboot of the classic Archie character, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And... As these are going to be the first introduction to a whole new generation of people as to what witchcraft looks like, I thought it might be worth discussing these shows. Because they are things that have happened, and they have happened to all of us. Now, I'm going to say a lot, but uh, I've, I've watched both of these, at least every episode available to date at the time of recording this. Um... Technically, I'm recording this prior to the uh, Sabrina holiday special, which this episode will come out after that's been released on Netflix. But I'm recording this before then, and so obviously, I've I've watched I've watched a good number of episodes of the new Charmed, everything that's aired to this date as well, and I have lots of thoughts <laughs> on all of this. And uh, this is, of course, you know talking about pop culture is actually my my stronger forte that i've been doing for a while i mean obviously i've been a witch for a while but in the podcast world i do actually am the co-host of a pop culture geek news and uh convention news podcast called nerd and tie which you can go find if you want to hear me talk about pop culture that doesn't involve witchcraft but we're gonna start by discussing these two things. Curiously, they're both effectively reboots and remakes. And how those original properties play into things, I think, is is actually kind of important. And we're going to start with the CW's Charmed reboot. Because, you know... Because we can? I don't know. I have to pick one. And that's what I'm going with. Charmed. I'm going to tell you the truth... That like so so before we get into both of these shows, I actually I've been I've been watching both and I like both. I'm I'm gonna fully say that I enjoyed these shows for what they were. So before I say anything that might offend you on any of these, both the reboot of Charmed and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, I've I've really liked both of these shows as shows. So uh, Charmed's a lot more cheesy, but I mean it's it's Charmed and. So if you're fans of if you're a fan of the either of these shows, please understand that while I'm going to be critical, uh, I say things with love. Well, I say things with love about the Charmed reboot. As for the original series it's based on, I I got issues 
<laughs> I have a complicated relationship with that show. Charm premiered on the WB in the fall of 1998 and would run through 2006. The show was created by Aaron Spelling in really an attempt to capitalize on two things. The popularity of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and paranormal action-adventure. And two, the popularity of the craft, which had brought the modern witchcraft movement to the, the eyes of pop culture, even though it thoroughly misrepresented said thing. But still, those two things were popular, and he saw dollar signs. And so Aaron Spelling created the show, and... The cast included Shannon Doherty, who had just come off of... Who's still fairly relevant at the time, when 90210 was still recent enough in memory, or at least her appearance on it, and Alyssa Milano, who had, of course, been a child star. And, of course, there's a third actress, and I know what her name is, but I'm going to challenge you to try to remember it, because nobody does. Eventually, Doherty would leave the show and be replaced, but in any case, that was the initial setup. Now, it's 1998 when this show comes on, and I was a newly minted witch at the time. And, of course, like anything, I was in that phase of early witch where you just have that, like, giant chip on your shoulder as a teenager. You know, it's a thing. If, if you haven't gone, if you didn't go through it, uh, you are the minority in my experience. But in any case, this show bothered the crap out of me. Now, I was a big Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. And I didn't need witchcraft on television to look like real witchcraft. I didn't need that at all. It's You take a character like Jenny Callender, who is a techno-pagan. And yeah, techno-pagan is a real word we used in the 90s, folks. Uh, it, it, it's an actual thing. There are still people who call themselves that. It's cool. I'm, I'm a big fan. Um, I even consider myself one sometimes. But, like, I didn't need magic on television to look like real magic. The problem with Charmed, and it's a problem the new series inherits to a degree, but I, for some reason it, the show doesn't bother me as much now, but... The problem with Charmed is that they immediately tried to drag in enough real terminology to, like, just make things that much cloudier. Like, using words like Book of Shadows. Uh, like, these these cloudy things. Because now there were people who were watching the show, hearing these words, but hearing them used in context that doesn't really make sense. Like... Charmed is a show with hereditary witches, and they fight demons. These are not things that are, like, well, when I say hereditary witches, I don't mean someone brought up into witchcraft. I mean people are, quote-unquote, born witches, which is not a thing. It's not a thing. You become a witch, and there are hereditary traditions that are passed down family lines, but there's nothing like, it's not like a, it's not like red hair. You know? It's not something you're born with. Uh, in any case, this really bothered me growing up as a kid. And so I actually, like, initially with Charmed, I watched, like, 
one or two episodes and said, uh, as a teenager, and, and said, screw this. I'm not watching another episode. And I didn't. Uh, years later, I would occasionally watch a few episodes here or there when absolutely bored while they were rerunning in syndication. And I said, this show is as terrible as I remember. And then I realized as, as I got older that I really was... Uh, going from a really limited sampling. Like, yes, they, they did this stupid thing at the beginning, but people told me the show got better. And so I decided to sit down and watch the original Charmed. I watched every single episode of the original Charmed. I don't... I'm not, I'm not kidding. I have seen every episode from, from start to finish of that show. I, you know, it's, <laughs> it, it is a thing that I did. It's including, um, you know, I, I will admit that the one thing I did miss on the, from, the one thing I did miss is the, uh, the How Soon Is Now, uh, cover, which, by the way, the original theme song to Charmed, which you will not find on the online streaming versions or anything because of uh, the rights to the, the music. They had to replace the music. Um, there is a Love Spit Love cover of How Soon Is Now, um, which is originally a Smith song. and But it uh, that, that version of the song... was actually originally um, on the Kraft soundtrack. That's how that's how much of a ripoff the original Charmed was like. Not necessarily a ripoff, but like that's how much they were trying to draw on the uh, the popular the popularity of of the Kraft was they literally pulled a cover of a Smith song off of the Kraft soundtrack and used that as the theme song. And to be fair, it's 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 a solid cover. I will say it is a little puzzling as the line they start out with i am the sun and the air but we're not talking s-u-n and a-i-r it's s-o-n and h-e-i-r which when the show is about a group of three sisters it's a little confusing but hey um but so i've watched all of charmed and it is it is worse than i remembered i i can i like if you love the show that's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with loving it, but it is, like, there's weird sexism, there's weird transphobia, and a couple of... It, it's just not great. And so, needless to say, I was a skeptic when they uh, announced a Charmed reboot for this year. And I uh, held my breath. And, uh... And this is a show, like, I, I followed the show all throughout its development because, again, I also do pop culture news stuff on another podcast. And so I, I held my breath, and when the show came out, I was pleasantly surprised that while it's it's far from the best thing on television, it is relatively amusing. It's uh, the, one of the new, the new sets of sisters are, you know... Uh, all all their names name starts with M instead of P, and they're not the Hollowell sisters, and they're in a different town, uh, and uh, they you know the house looks similar, but it's it's a different house, it's a different town, it is not a direct like 
point-for-point remake, but it is the the spirit of the Charmed Ones, and they're still using the same terminology that was a little problematic uh, 20 years ago, but it at least... I've, I've at least mellowed my anger with age. So... <laughs> Overall, it's not a poorly written show. It still has all the same, like, from a witchcraft perspective, it is no more accurate than the original show, but at least it's a entertaining, well-written one, or at least written well enough. I will say that, so my wife um, has a master's from Purdue, and she used to work in a lab there, and every time uh, Macy goes into the lab, they do lab stuff there, uh, where she's supposed to be at this university lab. My wife just ends up yelling at the screen half the time, saying, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. But overall, it's, I'd say, a positive reinforcement. We haven't seen any witches who aren't women on this new show, which is a little strange um, and a little disappointing. And so hopefully that's something that resolves uh, but overall, it's not. It's it's relatively harmless. I think that's that's the best way to describe the show. Relatively harmless. It doesn't depict anything close to what most of us would consider witchcraft. But you know, what can you do? The other show, of course, that came out this year is Netflix's The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which, of course, was originally intended to appear on the CW along with Charmed until the CW passed on the pilot and it ended up at Netflix, is based off the 2014 comic of the same name, uh, written by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. I hope I said his name right. Aguirre Sacasa? Anyways, he is both a, a... one of the showrunners on Riverdale and of course he's the showrunner of the show based off of the thing he wrote (laughs) fancy that in any case while Charmed goes for a uh, kind of popcorn wicca by dressing up its witchcraft with the trappings of kind of the um, Gardnerian movement and witchcraft the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina has more of a, an aesthetic that I describe as Popcorn Crowley, where Aleister Crowley's work is far more at the forefront. Now, in the original comics that... And by say original comics, I mean the 2014 comic that this is based off of. The It's set in the 1960s. And so, while Wicca would come to dominate the modern witchcraft movement, at least in the late... 20th century and and still currently, although who knows what's going to happen tomorrow, uh, it was in its infancy in the 60s. And so even though that's the largest form of witchcraft we see today, having a much more Crowley-esque version of witchcraft in that story, in what is meant to be a, a horror story in many ways, makes a lot of sense when you set it in the 60s. The television series is a little more puzzling in that aspect because while they very much have a 1960s aesthetic. The show itself is set in roughly modern day, and you can tell this by the appearance of a smartphone. So, that's a... It, it does feel somewhat more out of place 
at least in the modern world, to have this be the dominant concept of witchcraft. But especially when she names her club at the school Wicca, because, again, it's a recognized religion with, like, three million people doing... Anyways. (laughs) Anyways, the show itself, though, is fundamentally set around whether or not she'll reject being a witch. And again, witch, witches like charmed witchcraft. Being a witch is treated as though it is like a genetic component where Sabrina is half witch. Well, no. I mean, and this, of course, this comes from, this idea comes from the original Sabrina the Teenage Witch comics, which this is, you know, an adaptation of. And, Again, that the Melissa Joan Hart series was based off of those original Archie comics as well. Where, But that comes from the 1960s. The, the idea of a witch was really much more of... It, it wasn't... It was much more of a fantasy idea than it is, say, you know, today. Because the witchcraft movement was very small at the time of the creation of this character. And so lots of things like that can be... In many, like that aspect of the character, the half witch can be forgiven. It's I will say that there's this large concentration on satanic imagery down to the, uh, and not just capital S Satan, but lowercase. I don't know whatever it's. Whether we're talking about the uh, fully lifting of the Baphomet statue that caused a lawsuit. Um. And it, it's just, it's, I feel like I'm rambling here, but really what the, it, it's very focused on this idea of her, um, of Satan. It's the devil is a core aspect of this show. And while I feel like it would work, which I'd feel more comfortable with that as a period piece, it is a little off-putting to still watch this as as a modern show considering that the vast majority of witches while there are there are a category of witches who do involve the concept of the Christian devil within within their witchcraft and worship the vast majority of witches do not adhere to the Christian pantheon and and its theology now, this is, again, to say I love this show. I mean, that's that's the, the grand irony is that I can have these thoughts, or at least not necessarily irony, but the nature of living and existing in a television landscape where you aren't a part of the dominant culture is, uh, is I can still enjoy this show and enjoy it for what it is, and it's well-written, and it's clever, and it's very well-acted. It's still chafes at me. So, both Charmed and The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina fall into kind of this trap. And you see this no matter what we're talking about. Um, We see this in Supernatural. We see this in Buffy. We see this in pretty much anything and it's these are witches who fall within worlds that are dominated and ruled by the Christian archetypes the the concept of the Christian God the 
concept of the Christian devil. It's witches are cast into this theology. And it drives me nuts. Like, don't get me wrong. I like both of these shows. I'm going to keep watching both of these shows. And I think Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is an excellent piece of horror fiction. And I'm I'm not complaining about it, but it drives me nuts that this is the only kind of representation we see is in this uh, Christian-centric mythology. We're always within their mythology, not ours. And it it just it's just a little bit frustrating because whether like take charmed take charm for instance um now the original series is very overt with the concept of i mean like it's pretty much angels versus the devil but even the new show it's they're literally fighting beings they call demons and these demons th- like there is a hell there <laughs> there's a hell like the entire existence of that is I don't want to use the word problematic but at least like does not line up with what most witches believe besides being very Christian focused in their mythology you'll notice one thing both of these shows have in common and it's that witchcraft and magic are treated as fantasy elements. That's right. I don't know if you've noticed, but I don't have the ability to move something across the room with my mind. I don't have the ability to freeze time. Any empathy that I experience as an empath is likely just picked up from nonverbal cues. And my ability, and more of a problem where I start mirroring other people's emotions and it's not really necessarily anything supernatural so much as a problem that I need to deal with and make sure I disconnect from other people around me because it means there's a problem with my boundaries. Anyways, not a superpower. (laughs) We don't have superpowers. Like, every single media depiction of witchcraft involves us being able to do these amazing things which any real world witch knows is pure fantasy it's have I seen things in my life that are you know maybe unexplainable yeah but the fact is is that witchcraft on a day to day basis is you know a person in a room a couple candles some incense maybe maybe an altar Maybe they're saying something quietly under their breath. I mean, we can get theatrical with our group ceremonies, but the fact is is that in the end of the day, you're not going to see anything more spectacular than a bunch of people moving around and a few of them dressed in things they probably shouldn't be wearing. It's like, or they should put more things on. Anyways, you're just going to see people saying saying words, waving some objects around, maybe lighting a few objects, Maybe dousing a few objects, but for the most part, not doing anything that you yourself can't do on any day. Because that's what actual witchcraft looks like. You know, I don't have the ability to throw a fireball at someone. I'm just saying it would be a neat trick, 
but my fireball spell involves taking an object, lighting it on fire, and throwing it. You know, it's, I mean, the Molotov cocktail is an effective spell for lighting something on fire. <laughs> but in any case, it's all of these are fantasy series. And considering that how large the modern witchcraft movement is, because, I mean, let's just go back to the fact that Wiccans alone, just which, which are only a subsection of the modern witchcraft movement, Wiccans alone... There are estimates of about three million of us in the U.S. We Wicca is the second largest is is the second largest religion in the uh, in the Air Force. It's the largest non-Christian religious group. I, I don't think atheists are counted in that as a religious group. So, but but so yeah, it's we're a pretty big religion. You know, we're not the biggest. We're still a small guy, but like there are more Wiccans in the Air Force than Jewish people. At least according to the last estimates I looked at. Like, let's ponder that for a minute. But while you can see characters on shows that are normal of other religions, if you're a witch, you're on the fantasy show. That's it. That's it. Like, I, I really, like, besides guest stars, like, because obviously guest stars do happen... The I, I went and I, I dug through my mind and I thought about it and I thought about it and the only the, there is one time like I because what I really want are mundane witches you know I want I want you know witches on television on like a sitcom living a normal life making jokes on a workplace comedy like when I. <laughs> When I think about it, like, the only character I can think of who was a large enough character to, like, be considered a part of the regular cast of a show, although I think she might have been technically recurring, now that I think about it, is the only character I can think of is, uh, the character Megan on the TV show Felicity, played by Amanda Foreman, who was the main character's um, college roommate. And so we're, we're going back fall 98, wow. <laughs> on the WB. The, the, the only realistic witch on all of television was Felicity's roommate, because she was just a normal person who like freaking out her roommate that's it that's that's our witch on television why don't we have more of that why can't you give me like one other show like why why can't we have this nice thing because that's what i want like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, again, I like I like these fantasy shows because I like fantasy and science fiction and I like genre shows, but I like sitcoms too. And we can have major characters on television who are Jewish. We can have major characters on television who are Muslim. But the fact is that there's a large group of religious witches in this country 
Yet the only time you're going to see one on television is apparently on the CW throwing a fireball or something. I mean, it depends. Or on Netflix. But either way, it's it's just frustrating. It's just frustrating every day to have zero representation in the mundane world. And I know that there are bigger problems in the world and there are bigger issues, but... Like, the very fact that this keeps happening is why it's 2018 and we're still fighting against misconceptions about the modern witchcraft movement. Like, we've been around for a long time. There are a lot of us. And, like, we're still explaining stuff that just some minor representation could deal with. And just... It's just frustrating. I don't know. Tell me your thoughts. I want to know what you guys are contemplating, thinking. Do you like these shows? Do you not like these shows? Do you have a favorite witch? On- Is there a witch on television who's a like a regular character on something that I'm missing? Because... <laughs> Like who on a non like fantasy show, because I'd like I'd like to know. Um, I think it would be great. I think that's gonna wrap it up for 2018 for this show, and uh, I'll see you all in a month. Except I won't see you, and you won't see me because this is an audio podcast, and it would be confusing if I was causing vivid hallucinations. I am Trey Dorn. If you want to support this show, um, you can do so on Patreon at patreon.com slash T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N. You can follow me on Twitter at T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N. You can watch the show on YouTube a few days after the regular podcast, if that's how you prefer to consume it. I mean, it's the same content (laughs) presented in the same way. But uh, BS Free Witchcraft, uh, we, the show is on Facebook um, slash BS Free Witchcraft. I'm on Tumblr. Yeah, I'm recording this before December 17th, so uh, assuming anyone's left on Tumblr, um, you can find me at traegorn.tumblr.com. Um, I'm, uh, if, if, if Tumblr blows up, you can find me on my Twitter, I guess. I'll go back to Twitter if Tumblr blows up, uh, even though I hate Twitter. Uh, but that's that's where I'll be. And uh, thank you. Remember, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on any place where you can install an RSS feed and scream into the void. If you want to write to me, you can go to bsfreewitchcraft.trhonline.com. That's the website for this thing. And there's a contact form there. Or you can leave a comment on any of my social media. And... Uh, I still don't know how to end the show. Um, we need to come up with we need to come up with a name for listeners of this show. I'd like to give the audience you an, a nickname. Um, I don't have anything yet. So if you've got suggestions for that, send it my way because Lord knows I could use the help. And I, you know, when you think about like the words and language you use on a daily basis, it's really obvious that you're not the dominant part of the culture when you use phrases that seem to imply other people's theology without even thinking about it. That's really interesting. I'm going to have to dwell on language and speech. 
or not. I don't know. It's, I'm just kind of flying by the seat of my pants some of these days. Have a good day or night, whatever the heck it is where you are. So I recorded this whole episode, and I'm realizing <laughs> right afterwards that one thing I've massively forgotten is Nuku from Runaways. Uh, she, she's one of the main characters. She's a Wiccan. It's treated casually, like as in, like, even though it's a show about superpowers, it has nothing to do with the superpowers she can use other than the fact that it correlates that it's like a magical thing. But her mom uses it, and she's not... A Wiccan. So it's there's there 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 is there's one character on a current television show who is treated normally, Niku in Runaways, and it it totally slipped my mind recording this because you know uh, it had been a while since the first season dropped, and the second season did drop during the like between when I recorded the earlier segments and when I'm recording this part, and I just it slipped my mind. So there's there is one. It it does mean though that. Uh, between uh, Felicity's roommate and Nico and Runaways, the only good characters we've gotten are uh, young women in the goth lifestyle. <laughs> or at least to shop at Hot Topic, which is um, not necessarily demonstrative of the the members of the religion as a whole. I mean, there are certainly plenty of people who fall into that category who are Wiccan, but I guess... Yeah, that's that's a lot better than nothing. Um, still would be nice to have a representative who's not like a teenager or early 20s woman who who's a goth. But that's she's she's pretty solid representation. Um, I don't want to take that away. She's she's it's it's pretty cool. That's it. So we got one. We got one on all of television and it's on a show on a streaming service that I forgot about. So we, we, we still need to do better. But it is true. It is true. I went through this whole thing talking about how dire it was, and I totally forgot there is a major streaming platform on a Marvel comic series, no less. So, like, in the MCU that I just slipped, slipped my mind. I am... That's on me. That's on me. God, how did I forget about... Niku on Runaways. What is what is wrong with me? What is I I dug back to Felicity, folks. Like this is I I went deep to find that other example. And there's a lead on a show that I watch. God, I am I am just 2018's been a ride, man. <laughs> 